Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This one, you. Hang on. Naked lock focus. Yeah, you can. Let me just do a little intro. That was terrible. Isn't it weird that at certain times of the month, everything you do annoys me, and at other times of the month, I just really don't care? Are you in the annoying phase? Am no. I annoying phase now? No. Just I just know that in two weeks' time, if you did that, I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, why is he so irritating? <laughs> you just want to stab me when I do everything. I'd be like, get away from me. Don't look at yeah. me. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, I think we're live. I, I, I think we're live. Good. Got, we've got a few people logging in. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the live podcast. Good to see you. Thanks for coming back. Uh, excuse the fact I look like a Yeti. He won't let me cut his hair, and I don't understand why. I'm good at cutting hair. I know you're good at cutting hair, Hannah, but I, I don't. I don't trust you. I, I like. I like looking like David Gandhi. I really like have you when you have a long beard, like Do a you? bushy beard. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I'm, it's cute. Draggled and awful. I mean, the hair. I'm not such a fan of. <laughs> the hair. You no, know, the hair's all. Oh, you're not. Oh, well, good. No, like the get... fluffy, like mullet bit around the back. It's not a massive yeah, turn on. It's pretty horrible, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah. what can you do? What can no you hairdressers. Do, exactly. Let me just fix that light. Here. I don't have a shadow on your face. This is all haphazard. This is what happens when you don't have uh, an assistant in to help with all this stuff. You've got to do it all by yourself and multitask. Who says men can't multitask? Hey, let me turn that down a bit. Bit. Oh, there we are. Look at that. That's a sweet spot. Oh, nice, Hannah Max. Except now I have to squint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, I think we're set. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into this. We're child free until three o'clock. Yeah, yes. babes. Love that schools have gone back. I know. It's it's I honestly my cortisone levels have <laughs> dropped to about 10% yeah. of what they were. It's nice, isn't it? Just to actually not have to juggle on a couple of days a mm. week it's, it feels good yeah it feels great i, I feel it. like we all needed it I, I think all the families all around the country will just be like oh yeah yeah we all needed a break from i could you other. can almost if you went you know the way when they did the uh clap for the nhs and you could go out the back garden and you could hear everyone clapping you could almost hear the collective sigh from parents <laughs> yeah nine o'clock drop off thank, yes thank <laughs> fuck that's over um yeah, and it's nice because I feel like with the kids going back and the normality coming uh, sinking back in, I feel almost like I'm fight, 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 feeling myself again, you know, come out of a dark phase. Yeah, and now I'm starting to feel like normal again, which is well, good. Well, without darkness, you can't feel light, oh, they up, say. you basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a basic bitch. <laughs> Speaking of basic bitch, you're doing a yoga course right now, aren't you? How is that basic bitch? <laughs> Fuck you, Steph. I'm really teasing. No, but you're doing a Go yoga. Go shave your bloody hair. <laughs> Can I? I would mind shaving it all off. Actually, yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah, I might do that. Mm. I should put my hairdresser for a month. So They're glad kind of you uh, paid for that hair transplant. <laughs> anyway, shut up. Let's talk about your. Uh, yeah, let's talk about your yoga. Uh, your yoga in. What, what, what do you want to know? So you have 
you've gone balls deep into yoga now, haven't you? Have you're gone, doing a course and everything. I've gone balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> you've got funny deep. Oh, Ew. Christ. I wish I didn't say that. Oh, someone help me. Oh. Um, yeah, I am doing my 200-hour yoga teacher training. Yeah, which I'm really hours. excited about. I'm such a keno. Every every chance I get, I'm like on my mat or at my computer. Or the good thing about doing it online is that you can literally squeeze it around your life. So if you have a busy life, they pre-record loads of the stuff. So mm. like when I have to sit in Rufus's room in the evening while he falls asleep, I can watch a lecture and make notes. It's yeah. a, that is the definition of multitasking. Um but no, it's great. I'm really enjoying it. I, I'd say the only thing is that I'm quite keen for the anatomy part to be over because although I, I do find it interesting, there's just a lot to take in and my brain doesn't deal well with kind of holding information that I'm not necessarily like massively interested in. Like I just want to know the exact things mm. that I need to know to keep people safe yeah, i don't really yeah. care about like the names of the joints and stuff you know <laughs> it's interesting you have to learn all of that though yeah there's a lot it's it, it goes really deep actually the anatomy mm. stuff i think it's three or four modules of anatomy once you've done your course what does that mean and you're qualified to teach is that i can the case? teach yeah, yeah. yeah you i can, can teach a teacher, in a public space teacher. yeah or right. i can teach well i technically i could teach online i don't think you have to have you can do whatever you want mm. really can't you but i would rather have the qualification and then I feel like going forward like later on in my life I, I might want to teach in, in in person I might want to teach kids like I would have loved to have had like a yoga teacher when I was like a teenager like mm. a somebody that kind of could guide you a little bit more I guess more so in the way they speak to you rather than just the practical yoga side yeah. of it you know like yeah. I would have really liked that um, and I think it would help a lot of people. So this is, the, I'm going to, I think I'm going to talk about this when we do our next uh, um, video, which I'm planning to do, or I'm sort of teeing it you up. You haven't committed. Moment. No, I haven't committed, but I, um, I've been off for quite a while now. Um, but I, when we come back, I really want to talk about this a little bit, about all these kind of, we kind of made a bit of a mistake a while ago, didn't we? We, we, we. We got comfortable basically doing, um, brand work because there was a lot of brand work coming in and there's there just wasn't time to juggle all these different mm. things that we were trying to do and and think like my shop that I used to have like just mm. didn't have time to to run a shop like yeah. that is a full-time job to to run a shop and, um, and I think throughout my whole life anyway I've always been a big advocate of of multiple revenue streams like multiple backups and um and having passive income coming in. And I think what happened is, is like, I normally, I've always normally had like four or five different things going on, but we dropped everything to work on this brand work. And then all of a sudden the brand work stopped after COVID and we were like, oh no, what do we do now? Yeah. We, we've dropped all these other things that were the backups. And so now what's happened is I've kind of, we've gone through this transitional period of, we're coming out of lockdown, coming out of the grief of dad. And now I'm trying to feel like I've got my mojo back a little bit. And I, I feel like we're both now getting these backups up and running again like right now we've been i've been working tires tirelessly on a print site so a new like kind of yeah print site which not only kind of stocks affordable print but also i've reached out to loads of illustrators and photographers and designers that i really like and they've given us some of their stuff to stock and sell which i think is a good thing for us to do because a lot of people who come over to our house or watch our videos always ask where we get our art from i always have so many comments um from people being like can you do a, uh, an art tour around your house and like tell mm. us where you got everything from um mm. but i'm really excited about la launching the 
print website just mm. because it looks so good. Yeah, Steph I mean, did all the like what do you even call it? The like print, the web design and yeah, everything yeah. himself. But it it you spent hours. Yeah, hours and hours and hours. he's a little bit like me with my like uh, my course and my um practicing at the moment every spare second you mm. get is spent like building this business and building yeah. the building the website and stuff so it's really exciting i feel really positive at the moment about like new ventures yeah me too so you've got your yoga when we've got the new print site coming up um i think yeah i'm doing this course i'm writing up the course as well on on how to film because i just feel like people should capture um chapters of their life to have i think it's such a lovely thing to do and and to be able to do um my friend jason he's i've said to him the other day i said you need to capture you you with your grandma because every time he does a a little story about going to see her i think it's really just lovely seeing him Mm. with his grandma and interaction i was like you need to have footage of of you going with her out well when he's allowed to a national trust and just Mm. capturing that and i just feel like it's such a a great thing for people to capture these chapters of their life people so so um, they forget that they are in right, every everything in life is kind of like a this a pocket of time, and it will change. It always adapts and changes, and I think it's really good to capture that pocket. Yeah, like, like the London pocket for us, and then the Bath pocket yeah. time, and the Feels kids like a different lifetime, when they were babies, it? and it's all these different chapters, and it's, you need to zoom out and capture it. So I'm just going to do this course, and you're doing the the yoga stuff, and we've got the print site coming up, and I'm also writing a screenplay. So we've got all these different things that we're doing now. Thank God, because I just feel like such an idiot that we took our eye off the ball for so long and just then covid no brand work grief I was like oh no what do we do <laughs> so it's just a lesson really it's just a lesson yeah. to to not let that happen always again. have your fingers in the pies you need to have your fingers in so <laughs> many pies in, 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 especially if you work for yourself um, yeah. you can't become too reliant on one thing i remember when we when i first met you and i worked for heat all of a sudden i had this business i don't think i've ever talked about this anywhere but i had this business that took off while i was at heat and the problem is i really like working at heat because it was it was so much fun it was so much fun. You get access to all these different, you know, um, parties and events going on. And it was just a fun environment to work in. It didn't feel like going to work for a job in a job. It felt like just going to see my mates in, in an office. Isn't so that because lo- you basically used to just do your own thing well, for I many did. hours of the yeah, day? Yeah, I pretty much did. Yeah, I did. I, you used to I, hide behind your computer and like build your little websites and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's it. And I had this one website that took off and it just, it, man, it was crazy for a while. Like Hannah and I, both growing up really poor suddenly had money and we were both like well what do we do in with london this? it was great yeah so we were like what do we do with this and, and we were childless we were childless we had money all of a sudden which we'd never had before and we, we were like whoa let's go out and play play and <laughs> it was great for a while and then kids came along and ruined everything but before then it was great and i feel like sometimes when that happens you can become complacent and you can think oh it's just always going to be like this and unless you're always thinking three steps ahead uh you can yeah it can fall apart so yeah, I think this has been a good lesson for us yeah. to be like, come on. Also, I feel like for us, it is something good that's come out of lockdown, you know? Mm. Um, I feel like in the first couple of lockdowns, I didn't really achieve anything. You know, like you see all these people, mainly people that don't have kids, like learning new things mm. and like, yeah, I don't know, building things and businesses that have come out of it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't do any of that shit. <laughs> I just tried to survive and I drank too much, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, two young kids every day. Yeah. Fuck, man. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> so, no, so everyone brutal. needs a break in this world. Everyone needs yeah. a break from kids. Yeah. Anyway, we're halfway through now which is halfway through lockdown. Yeah. I think we're halfway through, aren't we? Mm, to be ha- honest, I've lost all like concept of time well, through I this lockdown. Couple... Every day is like and the same. I, yeah, I think we've got, a, we've got about another month before we're allowed to kind of get our haircuts and go into shops and stuff like that and meet friends. I am looking forward to a haircut. Oh, I man. Lie. 
god i feel like a year although i feel, I feel like, like for girls it's slightly better because if you have long hair then it's like mm. it just grows so yeah. it's fine yeah with men it's, it's like just, you can't really get away with that can you unless awful. you've got long hair the thing is with a man like I, i'm only speaking as a man here but with oh god are you if your camera gone off no it's still the thing is with a man i think the problem is is that you feel like you can really conquer the universe with a good haircut if you don't have a good haircut you just feel like you can't you're not a fit a fit a fit a fit yes oh my god what is wrong with you <laughs> i had too much caffeine i think today. i had my um my river dip this morning uh jumped i'm starting to dive into the river now so no more of this like lowering myself down like a pansy no way hole what was that no way jose hole sorry no way jose i'm diving in so i just dive in every time and my mate jason's always in awe of me he's always oh i'm really impressed with that that really helps me warm up a little bit oh yeah but um I, yeah so i just diving in i'm like well I may as well just dive in why lower myself down like a like an old decrepit man i might as well just dive in like a like a 20 year old so that's what i do i dive in anyway that's why i smell like a river right now i haven't showered yet i can't yet. smell you no thank god don't come near me <laughs> the problem is with rivers is it's full of feces Oh, yeah, that, let's right? lower the tone. Well, the why don't you do field, a campaign then to clean the rivers? This is the problem. They, they literally pump sewage into the rivers. And I'm like, why are you doing that, man? I suppose because it's easy and cheap. If you're a nice person, you'd do some kind of campaign. I'd go on to some like, sort of campaign. Yeah. I'd write letters to my MP and stuff. But like that. If anyone wants to draft that up for stuff and send it over. <laughs> you could probably go to the uh, Fiverr.com to get, them to, uh, get somebody to draft up a letter to an MP. I bet they do that. Yeah. Anyway, having a massive issue this week with Amazon shipping. Oh God! Or shop, oh Amazon God! Dropping. Can we not talk? I won't about go Amazon into it. Shipping. I won't go into it. But all I say is, all I'm trying to do is set up the ability for a user to buy a print through their Amazon. But they shut down my Amazon seller account. Won't tell me why. Won't let me submit an appeal. Reject every single email I send. Just saying, don't even message us. And I'm like, can I please? I go. The only way I can do it is go to go into like the chat and say to this person, look, dude, I don't know why my account shut down. Please, can you help me get it reinstated? He's like, oh, I see a problem. Then I get a message because I'll, I'll send it to the relevant department. Then I get a message from that relevant department saying, uh, but can't help. I'm like, what, what, what is going on, Amazon? Let me get my seller account back. They don't even tell me why they banned it. Oh my God, I'm so bored of this chat. Do you know how many times you've told me that? Yeah, I have, I have been. I, have been. I want to ask the um, listeners something, actually. Something, this is something really stupid, but um, I want to know if anyone has a dog or a pet do you do voices for your pets? Because I can't stop doing it and it's kind of annoying me, but at the same time, I can't stop doing it. So we do this voice for Pip and George, mainly Pip, but I can't not do it when I see her. I think everyone does. And it's annoying my, myself. Yeah, I think everyone does pet voice. I think He's like, yes, Pippi. Hello, I'm so Pippi. You've, you've got a different kind of voice, I think than i do yeah I yours is her... more brutal you're yeah. like hello yeah and Pip. <laughs> i just find her so ugly to look at like i love leave her, to her. he's been daughter. shaming her but, for like two weeks uh, now like look at her face she's so she's ugly so I'm like, cute. no she's not she's, she's like so the ugly. best being ever no she is be i love her she's beautiful in her own way but as as a like as a she was a cute puppy but she's got a bit older now she just looks a bit a bit bog-eyed and when she looks at you, her eyes are looking in different directions and stuff. And she's just like a little bit, looks a bit, got oh, a big yes. long snout. I'm just reading some of the comments. Um, we're not the only ones. Yeah, we did it for Squeaky G, remember? I uh, do have fully, fully blown conversations with them. Love that. <laughs> Sometimes when I get home, I 
lie on the kitchen floor and I just let them like crawl over me and get all excited. <laughs> I came home today after my river dip and then the whole house was empty. I was like, oh God, they haven't been murdered, have they? And then I went upstairs and you were just all under the covers in the bedroom, all the dogs and everything, the kids. I'm like, this is not allowed. <laughs> I know. We always do stuff like that when you're not here. <laughs> Toast on the sofa, dogs in the bed. I'm want... always like, don't tell dad. Don't oh, come tell on, dad. don't make me like old stern dad. I want to be fun dad. I don't want to be the dad who's just like, no boys, you're not allowed. <laughs> yeah. I'm always very conflicted about that. Well, I'm normally the boring one. There's always a boring parent. I'm normally the boring one. I'm trying to be more fun or mm. like at least have like a pocket of fun in the day where I'm like, just let it go. It's fine. Like last night after dinner, I'd normally be like, right, bath time. But I was <laughs> like, let's go to the climbing tree for 10 minutes. Demi uh, Demi um, here on our comments says she has a creepy chinchilla um, and she does a voice for her chick. Oh my God, I would love to hear the chinchilla the only, voice. The things about chinchillas. Yanberry. Hi. Yanberry back in town. Um, of course, the I have about, a baby voice. <laughs> the thing is about chinchillas is they stress me out. They could put me on edge. They just look so like they're always so like stressed out looking. They stress me out. They can't relax. You ever seen a chinchilla relax? That's a really weird thing to be stressed out by. Every time I see one, I just get my anxiety level spike. Yeah, don't get chinchillas near me. Can't deal with them. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. I don't have an issue doing it at home, but when it happens outdoors, people look at you like you're a weird Fruit Loop. Yeah, I've done it before outside by accident and then realised that there's people being like, why is she talking to her dog? Yeah. I'm like, come on, baby. <laughs> I think I just go like, yeah. Yeah, I love it when you do that. When you pick her up and you're like, yeah. It's just like that. It's so weird because she's just so like, just you kind of you kind there's of invent this, these the, voices that you yeah. think that they, that like they, they're thinking in or like that's how they would talk if they talked. You can kind of imagine the, their voice and what they would be like and what they would act like. Um, like there's this weird compulsion that I feel like all our family members have when you pick Pip up to like just crush her. <laughs> Obviously, we'd never do that. But you know when you get really excited and you're just like, oh, I just want to squish you because you're so tiny and cute. <laughs> I see the kids doing it sometimes. Like Grayson will pick her up and be like, oh, I just want to squeeze you. Oh, dude, I have this compulsion when I pick up Pippi. Never do it. Don't worry. Don't freak out at me. Don't call them the bloody um, pet or whatever. I, but I have a compulsion to throw her. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to throw you. And I'm like, why? Where's that come from? Neurologically, what's going on That's in my brain? That's weird. Caveman. But like, but I love this because I love her so much, and I'm like, I just want to throw you. <laughs> but I think some some neurological connections being like, almost like tripping past a bit of my brain that's like connected to the like wanting to throw something. <laughs> I can't work it out. I would never do it, no matter how mad I was. It would never happen. Good to know. Yeah. Anyway, should we change the subject? <laughs> yeah, I'll stop talking about like, wanting to throw my dog. I just wanted to know that I wasn't the only crazy person that but it's had sometimes, dog voices for my animals. But it's sometimes, you know, we see something, you want to bite it or you want to like squeeze it. We're like, I just want to squeeze that thing really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, it's, 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 it's a psychological thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. I believe you, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, how else are you? How else are you doing? How else has your week been? You've been good? Me? Yeah, you. Um, what day is it? Tuesday. I think that says a lot really, doesn't it? Um, no, it's been good. It's been good. I feel like I've got a lot done. It's been a productive week so far. Mm. Um, I just wish that there was more time in a day. Mm. Like, I feel like by the time the kids go to bed, I want to do something productive, but then I also want to leave time to like rest and relax because mm. otherwise you're just waking up again and it's like everything starts again mm. and you haven't actually like taken the time to just do nothing, you know? Yeah. And there's something really nice about doing nothing. Wow. and not feeling bad for it yeah when was the last time you did that hey i mean i stand in the river that's kind of doing nothing just standing not there really in the river. i suppose i'm doing something but i've had this i've having this weird thing at the moment where i all i t- told you about it i always feel like i've always had this weird obsession with time and how time works i've always tried to unravel how i perceive time and i went quite far down that rabbit hole and it actually ended up having a really detrimental effect on me whereas i i stopped I, I almost reprogrammed my brain to stop seeing this linear process of life and ended up seeing almost, I suppose it's not, it's almost an interpretation of time. I've been trying to de- deconstruct my interpretation of time because I find it so fascinating that I'm always in the now. Uh, anyway. But, um, I'm reading a few books at the moment that uh, delve into like a bigger, deeper delve into time and how we as humans, we felt the need to, kind of construct Hmm. time in a way that made sense to how we were living when actually it it's a human construct Hmm. it doesn't actually exist and that you're literally living in one present moment that leads on to the next present moment so Hmm. you're all you technically you are always in the now Hmm. so like now we're sitting here doing this is the same moment that we'll be sitting here next week doing Hmm. this it's all just one instant yeah yeah exactly that but when you think about it like that so when I was, if you haven't before, it's kind of mind blowing. You're like, ah, and then you're like, how do I continue living? I remember knowing that. I remember when I was about eight or nine years old. The first time I did that was in Godalming, and I was walking over a bridge, and I just said to myself, weirdly, I was just like, I just said now, I just said the word now, and I put I put a flag in that moment, and then for years and years and years after that, every random, every like randomly throughout the week, throughout the months, I would just say the same thing now, and then I'd eventually, after many years. I, I, what I felt like I did is I saw all of those nails together and I turned them on this side and I kind of looked at them straight instead of a linear thing. I looked at the, them and if they were stacked and I was looking down on them and I was like, oh, wow. And then I kind of started to unravel the unravel my perception of time. Um, sorry, I'm trying to talk to you, but I'm aware you're reading something, so it's really difficult. <laughs> uh, I'm listening. I'm okay. just reading the comments. Yeah, and I started to unravel this perception of time and then I kind of left it as this kind of the thought experiment that i was doing and i never really just thought i was just me being a bit like a, a bit uh, spectrumy maybe and then years later I, I saw this video by this guy called julian barber who's a some sort of physicist and he talked he talked about time and he talked about nows and he talked about nows being these flags and these moments that should be seen like nows like a, a, on a washing line and instead of seeing them as a washing line you see them from the side and i was like that's exactly what i've just been doing for all this time the problem is i'm too thick to, to in any way go any further than understand it from an emotional level, if you know what I mean. Like I can't go into the actual theories of time because I'm just too. I'm, I'm limited. I bought by a book, my brain. Um, 
probably just over a year ago about that exact thing and I literally read like four pages and I had to stop because I had to like digest because my brain was like I don't understand yeah I don't understand there's it there's yeah it does go quite yeah and it's all like physics and stuff and I was just never great with that my Mm. brain just yeah it's hard to comprehend yeah it is anyway so I sometimes when I'm standing on the edge of this pontoon about to jump into the water which I'm doing I did a whole week of it last week every morning I got up and did it for seven days and now I took a couple of days off and now I need to go back and do it again. I said to you last night, didn't I? I, like, I, feel, I just feel the impact, the mental health impact has hit me from not doing it. So mm. now I got up this morning, I feel great again because I jumped in the water. It seems to be if I get up and get in cold water in the morning, I feel great. It's weird you were saying, um, I can't remember if it was me you were saying it to or if I just overheard you on the phone, uh, but you were saying how you actually feel better from doing seven minutes submerged in cold water than you do after you do a weight workout yeah, yeah like a workout which mm. isn't that mad it is mad and it's so strange it's so strange yeah. that, that has a more of a, a is more beneficial that cold yeah. that cold water but anyway so I, I say to my friend i feel like i'm always standing on that pontoon why do i feel like all the nows are coming back to this moment where i'm about to jump into the water like why do i always feel like i'm standing here I, I feel like everything is leading to this because technically moment. you are always standing there and you're always not standing yeah. there and you're always in another moment and like, yeah. it's all happening at the same time and it's also happening in a parallel universe and you, once you start thinking about it you're like ah the problem is when you try and unravel it you're trying to unravel billions of years worth mm-hmm. of evolution that have made you interpret time as a linear yeah, thing yeah so that you've been so programmed to see it as linear because it's all like fight or flight getting up in the morning need to hunt the food need to get this just you have to see it as a linear thing you have in order to to progress and to to survive you can't live just isolated in mm. it now you, but it don't you be... find it frustrating when you realize that and you're like well i can't do anything about it i can't change my life because you have to have times of the day that you do things like three o'clock we pick up the kids you know yeah. like you can't not have it and you are hardwired you have hardware in your head that is that sees it that way that you can't see it any other way mm. you can flirt with the idea and you can emotionally connect to another idea of it but you cannot completely fundamentally change your perception i don't think of time i mean you can think it isn't this but you can't spend your day in a, in a different state of consciousness where time isn't this linear thing i don't think you still be like i'm hungry i need to get some food i need to get to the bathroom i need to do this i need to have a shower later I need to do uh, next week i've got this meeting i'm um reading a book at the moment called well i'm really nearly finished actually it's one of the things i want to do today is finish it it's called a new earth by eckhart tolle i think you'd really like it hmm. i always trying to force staff to read i did i listened to his power books. of now book um but his voice really annoyed oh me. yeah his voice kind of annoyed mm, me too, I didn't like his which voice. is probably an unpopular opinion but what? um a new earth to, uh, goes quite uh deep into that about how to kind of find and locate your conscious between your body and Mm. your thoughts it's like the thing behind that almost so Mm. the moments where you're not thinking i'm butchering it (laughs) but like the space between your thoughts is your conscious Mm -hmm. if that makes sense does that make sense yes so like if you can catch yourself between thoughts and start trying to do that then you're more of a an aware conscious person yeah in the stillness you know and i think when when you meditate it's so fascinating to observe your thoughts Mm, and to try and stop them is like it's so hard to get into a meditative state i think in order to see them as these passing trains that go and you're like you just you zoom out and go oh i'm acknowledging that oh i'm feeling i'm thinking about that and i'm thinking about this and you have to 
think about what you're thinking about and then even think about what you're thinking about what you're thinking about if you zoom out so far that i think that's how you get into that state of mind are you okay sorry yeah i, yeah, I know you're reading, reading comments i can't talk to you when you're reading comments you're so <laughs> invested in looking at a screen i know but otherwise we don't read them yeah it's good to know what people say. Uh, somebody's asked, it, um, Gabba, hi mate, um, they asked what the cold water therapy is, uh, the, the name of the company is called. There's a, there's my friend that runs something called on, I think he's called... Uh, Icebreakers. Icebreakers on Instagram and they talk about it and, and go into it and I do it with those guys sometime. We have our own little collective of people that do I it. I think it's difficult at the moment though, isn't it? Because obviously social distancing, so it's like you can't... I think you're allowed to do that as a group though, aren't you? Yes, you are, but I think you are as long as you social distance. Yeah. And it's a health and it's a health yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like a fitness thing. But I um And it's outside. But he they, they had to change the name from icebreakers because they were called man makers, I think they were called. Was it called man makers? What were they called? Yeah, they were called man makers. So then I set up a splinter group with my friends who also did it called people makers. <laughs> and we pretended to be super woke and we were really anti them and um, for being like misogynistic, uh problematic kind of uh <laughs> yeah we just had this kind of whole um, story running about them but then they rebranded as, as being icebreakers and we couldn't take the piss anymore it's a good but name it was fun it's yeah. a strong name it's a strong name but um yeah it's it's made it it's made a fundamental it's made such a huge difference to me mentally and my friend neil who does it with me mm. he was even i said to him yesterday i was like i called him i said neil i really miss it it's been only two days we haven't done it and i really miss it he's like me too i really want to do it again i'm like i know so do i it's bizarre and now i feel amazing because i did it and i just feel like it's something that i wish every- i feel like anything like that that you can do that puts you in a good mental space should be always encouraged so, um somebody asked have you struggled with overthinking how to live in the now and stop worrying oh about God, the future before you get so there. hard mm. not to live in the future i found especially as a parent you're always forward thinking you're always mm. thinking what's going to happen and what we're going to have for dinner and mm. stuff and it's so hard to just actually sit in the moment yeah. it's so hard and it's something you really have to work at mm. um i'm learning i'm like i feel like i'm on a, a journey but it's it's so good to practice yeah i think it's I th- really important i think the power of the now is so strong where, you, where you're in a moment and you have to just instead of just being oh this is nice you have to really be yeah like, like feel everything feel smell this. everything yeah. like just it take that like even this morning you do a bit of breathing exercise before you get in the water in the cold river and you just sit there and you do some breaths and then everything all of a sudden it's like everything goes into like your senses become hyper mm. hyper aware and all the sounds around you are so much more virulent and everything just feels so much more visceral in that moment so yeah i think um oh, some dude just gave yeah, us money yeah i know that's so us, sweet every time we log in he gives us a couple of quid thanks mate that's really sweet <laughs> no it's so nice of you don't have to do that Thank mate you. don't but don't spend your money on us buy yourself something nice yeah. treat yourself go get yourself a coffee or something. yeah um, thank you though that's really kind we'll just get to some questions now do you feel fear that it keeps you from living in the moment uh, do you feel fit? Do you, do you feel, feel it's fit? Oh, do you feel it's fit? That it keeps, keeps you. you from... Um, I don't know. No, I not necessarily. I think maybe that's one of the things that keeps you from living in the moment. Um, I think there's less fear in I, the moment than there is with the anxiety that comes with always thinking th- about what could potentially happen in the yeah, future. I think for me, a lot of things that keep you from living in the moment, or a lot of what keeps me from living in the moment, is that I I still feel like I constantly need to be productive and doing things. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of slowly learning a lot through yoga, but a lot through like what I'm reading and what I'm kind of putting into my brain at the moment um, that I'm kind of learning to slow down and just be mm. rather than constantly do. And a sentence that I read in a book recently um, 
was that uh, what I found that really resonated with me was that doing won't save you. Mm. Like doing loads of stuff isn't going to make you feel more present or more like, I mean, it's going to make you feel accomplished or whatever, Mm. but it's, it's essentially you're not living because you're doing, you Mm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a really long winded way to answer that question. Sorry. (laughs) All of this, all of this kind of mindfulness and this stuff that we talk about, these things that we do, it kind of annoys me when I see so much stuff out there about people who are constantly trying to enforce or convince me that their way of doing things has made them so, um, I don't know, has, has enabled them to understand themselves and this earth a lot better and this life a lot better, where still, we're still always ebbing and flowing you and I. So one minute, like right now I'm feeling great, but in about a week I might be in a really dark place and we don't, I haven't figured anything out. Like I'm still trying to figure it all out as I go and there's no... Nobody I, has it figured out. Yeah, though. but I don't want to sound like oh, some sort of sanctimonious twat that's kind of worked it all out and has this thing that he's kind of mindful and understands everything. I'm so confused and 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 broken <laughs> inside a lot I of the time. everybody is though. Yeah. Most people, that's, I mean, a lot of people are kind of on this weird, soul searching thing mm. especially after covid19 like mm. so many people have so many questions and i feel like for me like there's been a couple of times in my life where i've um probably a dangerous subject here but i, I feel like i've almost tried to find god like mm. i've been like there must be something in this mm. i'm um i don't believe in in god as such but there's been a couple of times where I've 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 sort of tried to be more open to the idea of that, um, and I feel like after COVID nineteen, that so many more people are searching for something that's deeper, and people have slowed down and sort of realised, hang on a minute, I don't want to be on this rat race. I don't want to just be doing this. I don't want to be on the hamster wheel every day. I want to enjoy my life. Mm. Why am I living it like this? You know. I think yeah. I, I think what's interesting about that is that I think. The problem is with with humans, or what we humans like to do with our tiny little brains in our heads, is we like to uh, take ideas and simplify them in a way that we can understand them. So you and I being, I suppose, not atheists, but agnostic, believing in something, but not knowing what that thing is, not understanding what that thing is. Some people may call it a god, some people may call it whatever they call it. The believing in there being something far bigger than we could possibly understand is something that I think everyone should think mm. because it's you can't think that this is just what you see is exactly all there is you'd be so naive to think that but you also have to be very aware of how limited you are and how limited mm. your brain is uh, to be able to comprehend it so i do think that i do think uh, believing in something larger but growing up in like a really catholic background when i grew up it was very much like feel guilty for this you've mm. got to you know god's always listening to what you're saying go and do your confession do your confirmation uh the way they kind of made it such a binary thing and made it and, and this I, I didn't really it, agree or understand or i remember being a kid questioning it being like i don't really mm. understand the, why they're doing it this way i feel like when i when i grew up i went um to a church of england school so there was a lot of um religious education there but we as a family like we never really ever really talked about it Mm. like we just didn't this is not something that was addressed in in my family and I would love to go back now and ask my mum what she believed but then kind of thinking back I'm like well she got really into like going to these spiritual fairs with my Mm. auntie Carol and like they'd go and do like the the Reiki healing and all these different kind of workshops and stuff together. So I'm like, maybe that's where I'm getting all this from is because that's kind of 
in learnt behavior from seeing my mum kind of get into that mm. and like exploring that kind of realm yeah that's kind of parallel almost would you say with like religion like believing in something and I think, some kind of like spirituality and stuff i think the same thing with religion it plugs into the same thing like when yeah. i'm jumping into that cold water and i'm i'm connecting to the, the the now and the present i could easily conflate that and be that well that's god that's me connecting to god i could uh, that's such a simple thing to do and in, in a way it is it's well, connected to something larger yeah. than what we are so uh, the book that i'm um reading at the moment one of them um on a very basic level basically says that everything in the earth is like um obviously interconnected and stuff but that is god but it's not god as in like the person god like that you would pray, pray to but it's like a higher energy mm. that they just describe as god that mm. all the religions describe as like a certain god but essentially you're all kind of worshiping the same or similar exactly that i think that's it i think ev every religion is just like a kind of a way yeah. of simplifying something and, and connecting to that higher force yeah but they've done it through different funnels and it's all it's all going the same place going yeah. to the same place but they've kind of got these different deities and different yeah kind of um prophets prophets and stuff but it all it all connects to the higher thing they've got the, 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 the and people just have different names for it yeah um it's so interesting and, but when, once I remember you being, start I remember learning being a kid it. and i was learning about catholicism and all these other different religions i remember being like okay so i get to these these pearly gates and then it's just potluck whether I chose the right religion. That doesn't seem to make sense to me. There was there was something about I just don't agree or believe at all in in that I grew up a Catholic, but I was very much not a Catholic. Very mm -hmm. much don't agree with anything, any way they've structured that religion. Just don't think it's saw it really when I lived in Ireland, Catholicism has much more of a, a tight grip over that country. And it's to their detriment i think a lot of the time because mm. it, it weaves in a lot of guilt and it weaves in like you're supposed to feel bad for like earning money and supposed to feel bad for doing well and it kind of holds people back and stops and a lot of people in this is a joke what is that joke that my friend said in ireland i think um yeah it was a really funny joke he goes there's a guy who's uh collecting loads of crabs and he's putting them into a small bucket and uh somebody comes along and says to this irish man he goes um why, why are you putting all the crabs in such a small bucket um, don't they climb out? And he goes, no, because if one tries to climb out, the other one will pull him back in again. <laughs> and it's so true. That's what it's like in Ireland. It's like you, you, you know, is there's, they call it what is it the word they say now? And he, they've got, they've got notions. They've got notions about themselves. It's always trying to like, I don't know. There's not, not like in America where they're just like, yeah, man, you go, man. Failure is part of success, and everyone's just like championing each other. There doesn't seem to be as prevalent. Mm. So I think, I think that ties into this, the, the religion of Catholicism, which I, which I found really difficult to swallow when I was a kid growing up in, in that kind of environment. I remember having to do confessions and sitting in this little box with a priest. So what, what have you done wrong this week? I just said the same thing. I stole a couple of pounds from my sister. I say. think a lot of people probably as well kind of get to kind of our age, like 30s or 40s, and you, and you kind of think, okay, I've ticked all, a few of these boxes that like society says I'm supposed to tick. Mm. Like you've got a career or uh, you might have had children or maybe you own a property or whatever and you've you've kind of ticked a few boxes mm. and then you're kind you kind of like well what else is there like why am i here mm. i'm not here to keep doing this mm. so and then you kind of you almost have this like internal crisis where you're like what do i do now you mm. know mm. what's the point 
Yeah. Anyway, on that note, I'm starving. So can we <laughs> round this up? Um, yeah. Okay. And I need to walk the dogs. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Thanks, guys. That uh, got a little bit deeper Yeah, we're only normal. planning to do like a 20-minute <laughs> podcast. Uh, and it's going to be like 40 minutes. So um, thank you so much for, for tuning in and for watching and for listening. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, have a great week, everyone. I hope you in uh, you enjoyed this. I just keep Podcast? saying the same. I just keep going around in circles saying the same thing over and over again because I find saying goodbye so awkward. <laughs> Don't yeah, you? you're not very good at being snappy. Goodbyes are really you? hard. Like, um, thanks yeah. for joining us and listening to our inane chat once again. Thanks for always <laughs> and we will see you all next Tuesday. Cheers, guys. Bye. Love you loads. Bye. Bye. 